Welcome, friends, to the Pure Encouragement Podcast. I'm Gary Steffes, your host. I'm so excited that you're joining today. Today, we are launching into a five-part series on a book that I recently wrote called Epic Journey. You can find it on my website, www.garysteffes.com. It's a story of five of my biggest life's lessons. And today, we're launching into the first one. One of the biggest lessons I've ever learned in my life, maybe the biggest, is that my worth and my value has nothing to do with my performance and what other people think. That I am utterly and completely defined by the Lord Jesus Christ. My identity is in Him and in Him alone. And the way that I put it succinctly is is I have a God-given name. He has labeled me. He has defined me. He's given me a name that is unchanging and has absolutely nothing to do with what other people think about me, with how good I am at anything that I do or my performance or whatever whatever outward appearance I might look at to define me, none of that determines my identity. Christ determines my identity. And so that, that has been a life-changing principle for me in my life because honestly, I've spent so much of my life uh, thinking that the outward appearance determines my worth, my value, my significance. Uh, I grew up playing hockey at a young age. I started playing when I was four years old and I started uh, moving away from home when I was 16 and eventually. Uh, Eventually went to college at Miami University in Ohio, and uh, my life became this sport of hockey, and I loved it. I still love it to this day, but the problem for me growing up is this sport defined me. Uh, I looked at this sport, where I stood in the depth chart, the statistics that I had, uh, what other people thought about me as a player, whether I was good or not, how, if I, whether I played on special teams or I didn't. Uh, I thought that that determined if I was uh, worthy or valuable. And the problem is I chased validation within this world and chased my significance within hockey is I was super insecure. I was always riding this roller coaster, uh, afraid of how I would perform. If I played good, uh, I was happy, uh, but I was fearful because I was afraid of losing everything that I had gained. And if I played bad, I was miserable and, and I would be motivated by anger and just frustration and just work incredibly hard to try to work my way back into this place of respect with people. And so I was never, ever at peace. I was always chasing this roller coaster of validating myself as a man and as a player because uh, my identity was utterly defined by hockey. It was one of the biggest struggles of my life. And so how about you? Have you ever felt labeled or felt this wrestle with identity that the outward appearance determines uh, who you are uh, as if you were labeled in a sense. You know, maybe it was a past experience or uh, the family that you came from or the way you you look or how good you are at certain things, the accomplishments that you've attained. Uh, you've been labeled by people. It could have been a coach, a friend, a coworker. Maybe it was your boss or your sibling. Uh, you could have been labeled as inexperienced or lazy or ugly, athletic, or cool, or nerdy. Uh, maybe you were labeled as weak or untrustworthy or not good enough. Uh, there are so many things that we can be labeled as. Uh, another way to think about this is, have you ever felt defined by the outward appearance? You know, Maybe you're a business owner and you feel like the bottom line or the size of your company ultimately defines who you are and, and the value that you have. Maybe you're a teacher and it's your lens is through the degrees you have or the success of your students 
experience that that determines your worth and your value. Or maybe you're a coach and, and to you, it's the wins and it's the losses. It's the, uh, the team that you're coaching or the opportunities that you have in the future. Like that determines your worth and your value. Or, or maybe you're a pastor and you're viewing it through the lens of the size of your church or how many people listen to your Sunday message. Uh, the, the, it doesn't matter what we do. We can look to the outward appearance to define who we are and we can put our identity in all of that stuff that's on the outside. And this is what I did for so much of my life. And it wasn't until I met Jesus Christ that things radically changed. One of the most impactful verses to me is comes out of 1 Samuel 16. And it's a story of King David. When David was being anointed as the next king of Israel, Samuel was a prophet at this time. And a prophet was a man that God would speak to. And then uh, he would bring that message to the people. And so God spoke to Samuel saying, go to Bethlehem and I want you to anoint the next king of Israel. And so he goes, he goes to Jesse's family as the Lord directed him. And Jesse had eight sons, uh, one of them being David. And David was the youngest. He was the eighth. And so the feast happens and they only invite seven of the eight. They don't even invite David. Uh, I'm not sure why. Maybe it was because uh, they didn't think he needed to be there. Uh, The outward appearance of David, he's young, he's ruddy, he's handsome. Uh, He's surely not needed if Samuel's coming to town. I'm not sure why they wrote him off or if he had responsibility with the family. But anyways, David is not invited. And uh, Samuel comes and he comes to anoint the next king. And when Samuel comes, he looks at the firstborn, Eliab. And this is what he says in verse six. He says, uh, when they entered, Samuel looked at Eliab and thought, surely the Lord's anointed is before him. But the Lord said to Samuel, do not look at his appearance or at the height of his stature for the Lord sees not as man sees man looks on the outward appearance, but the Lord looks on the heart. This verse absolutely rocked me the first time that I read it. Man looks on the outward appearance, but the Lord looks on the heart. As the story continues on, all seven sons pass before Samuel and says the Lord has not chosen any of these. And so Samuel asks if there's another, and surely enough that David uh, is invited. Uh, David, they wait for David to come. David shows up to the feast, and the Lord says to Samuel, Arise, anoint him, for this is he. And so Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the midst of all of his brothers. And the Spirit of the Lord came mightily upon David from that day forward. David was known as a man after God's own heart. David was a man that had courage and valiancy within him, uh, where as a young man, he he did what all of the people of Israel didn't have the courage to do, which was stand up to Goliath in the Philistine army. And God used him to slay the giants, which is truly a tremendous story. Uh, so David had this heart of gold in him. And so the Lord sees not as man sees. Man looks on the outward appearance, but the Lord looks on the heart. How how does this apply to my life? Well, for me, what radically changed for me was understanding that God didn't view me through my accomplishments, through my work, through the things that I have, through uh, the ways that people viewed me. Uh, My worth and value had nothing to do with hockey. Whether uh, I'm the boss or I'm not, whether I'm the captain or I'm not, whether I played in the NHL or played in the minor leagues, uh, when I got older and became a, a pastor, whether I preached a tremendous sermon 
or I bombed it. It didn't matter. My worth and value had nothing to do with my outward appearance and what other people thought about me. Ultimately, God has labeled me and his label for me is unchanging. It's not based off any merit of my own. It's it's based off Christ. It's based off who he defines me as. And there is such freedom in this. I'm free. I get to live from God's acceptance, not for it. I'm a child of God. I'm loved. I'm chosen. I'm forgiven. I'm new. I'm significant in him. I'm light in this world. I'm salt of this earth. I'm part of the royal priesthood, the holy nation, the chosen race. I'm secure in the Lord Jesus Christ. He says this in John 6, for this is the will of him who sent me that anyone who beholds the son and believes in him will have eternal life. And I myself will raise him up on that last day. There are promises that God has made and there is freedom in this. And this is who I am. This is my identity. I'm not defined by my performance and what other people think of me. And so for you, whether you're a business owner, whether you're an athlete, a teacher, a mother, a coach, a pastor, a stay-at-home dad, whether you're disabled and you're unable to work, I, I pray you're encouraged and you can take from this lesson into your own life that we are not defined by the outward appearance, but who God declares us to be. God sees not as man sees. Man looks on the outward appearance, but the Lord looks on the heart. If we believe in Christ, ultimately, he declares us to be loved, to be chosen, to be forgiven, to be new, to be secure in him. We get the privilege to live from God's acceptance, not for God's acceptance. And so wherever this hits you today, I pray you can apply it practically into your life and that you would understand, uh, like me, that we don't have to live under the bondage of chasing uh, the approval of other people, that we're free. We're defined by the Lord Jesus Christ. Praise him. And what a gift and what a blessing. We are God's children and we are chosen and new. Uh, what I've done for the last nine or 10 years is read through and pray through so many of these precious promises on a daily basis. And maybe that becomes something practical for you to do as well. If you're interested, you can download a PDF on my website, www.garystephas.com that has a list of so many promises that God has made about us, who he defines us as, who he declares us to be. You can download it there. It's completely free. And if you want to just spend time renewing your mind and praying through that all the time before a game or before you head into work or wherever the Lord might meet you, uh, let it renew your mind, let it renew your heart, and it will start to come out of you in your daily living. Uh, and so check that out. It's there along with the Epic Journey book, completely free on my website. Uh, I pray today, bless you, friends. Thank you so much for listening to the Peer Encouragement Podcast. If you have enjoyed today's podcast, please consider subscribing or sharing with a friend and keep speaking life to those in your life. You have no idea the impact you can make when you speak life to someone's soul. God bless. Are you an athlete who is fighting to honor God and compete with excellence at the same time? Check out my book called The Mental Side. It was written for athletes who are fighting to win in their heart and their mind to be confident and consistent and honor God at the same time. Every one of us fights against the fear of failure and the fear of what other people think. And, and we fight to, to not get distracted into comparison traps and to believe in ourselves when others don't. Check out my book today. It's called The Mental Side. You can find it on Amazon or at www dot garystephas.com.